recorded live from the engine room at Broad Ripple, this is the Voices of Indy live stream hosted by Josh Gillespie. Voices of India is a show dedicated to giving you the opportunity to know the musical, visual, and theatrical arts of Indianapolis, Indiana. This week's guest is R&B artist, soul singer, everything, hip-hop, we got it all. It's your girl, Sounds of Shy Ray. Hey. Hey. Hey, Josh. How are you? I am doing fine. How are you? I'm doing amazing. I'm, I'm super excited and honored to be here. With you, good it to is, see you again. No, it is it is awesome to see you again. Uh, I did your show uh, last week. Yes, and it was a blast being there at Rhymeside headquarters. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I'm going to get right into it. Let's just say, you know, let's let's get the uh, the fun questions not not out of the way, but let, let's get let's get the stuff that people are used to hearing first out of the way, and then we can get to the rest of the yes. conversation. So, first of all, tell people who is Sounds of Shiree if they're not familiar with you, and who has been some of your inspirations, your musical inspirations. So, uh, Sounds of Shiree, which is really funny. Uh, good question, thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, uh, Shiree is actually my middle name, so that's actually not a made up artist name. So, oh. that's actually my real middle name. And uh, so Sounds of Shiree, um, I am a singer, songwriter, a creative, a producer, um, just, uh, a, well, of course, you know, a entertainer, just yeah, all the way around. You are, just, you're your own brand. Yeah. Like, like all the I, way around. I love it. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, I just say a uh, uh, all around 360 entertainer is, <laughs> is what Sounds of Shiree is. Um but like my inspiration, I think like growing up uh, in Germany, um, when I used to listen to Amy Grant and mm-hmm. Sandy Patty and Dillian Richards, um, Anita Baker. Oh, yeah. um, so, you know, those were like my influences, like when I would watch them perform and mm-hmm. sing, like I just envisioned myself you know, doing what they were doing, performing and singing and mm-hmm. uh, dancing and music videos and, and that type of thing. So that's that that's so cool um and it is it's fascinating that you really do kind of do a whole lot of creative activity yeah and yeah you are not just a performer yeah but you are in uh marketing production mm-hmm. um you have your own business yeah uh you are kind of a renaissance woman with everything that you do thank you no you're welcome you're welcome so let's let's get into that a bit uh what kind of got you into all of all of this because i mean you it just it kind of covers the gamut really yeah so um in 2010 is when I, I pretty much started my music career. Um, it started with me uh, going to karaoke and um, I moved from Texas to here when I was going through my divorce and mm-hmm. everything. And uh, the first spot I came to here was Claude Nanny's. And no I, I met uh, DJ uh, White Chocolate. He's very well known here. And um, I did Maya. My love is like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And after that, I mean, people were just like, oh, my God, like, who are you? Where did you come from? And that was the first time I ever heard of even karaoke existing. Oh, really? um, and so, yeah, and I'm not a shy person. So, yeah, I'll go anywhere, you know, and sing and talk and everything. And so um, it just started from there. And then um, a gentleman by the name of Lyrical Twist, uh, a shout out to him. Um, he's my old uh, CEO. He was, um, I was signed to his record label oh, really? for a little while. Mm-hmm. So that's originally where I got my start with like being a registered artist, mm-hmm. learning the business side of uh, being an artist. And um, it just took off from there. And um, 
We used to be like a, a group, but not necessarily a group. It was just kind of like made up of uh, six individual artists. And we, you know, would perform and do shows together. And uh, unfortunately, it just didn't end up working out. Sure. And um, I just amicably decided to part ways on good notes. Yeah. And uh, just took my career by itself. And I ended up writing my first solo song, which was Cruising 38, which you'll be able to see in the uh, episode. Um, <laughs> I wrote that in 2015. And that's pretty much oh, really? where I got my launch of my solo career. So that's... I've been managing myself since then. Really? Mm -hmm. um, You've been managing yourself? Yes. Wow. So in that time, you've recorded music mm -hmm. you've started your own business yes you're an actress yes which we haven't even discussed that's 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 <laughs> we're throwing other things on top of the mm -hmm. on top of the pile here um you've acted in movies yes so i like how how did all of this come to be i mean is this been since 2015 yes oh, wow. um so actually um 2015 is where I pretty much started um, as a field journalist with Gerald Wright with Amps okay. Magazine. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm, like I said, I'm just pretty much like artsy fartsy when it comes to being creative. I love to discover other creatives. And uh, I got my start there and was able to interview my first two Grammy Award winners, which was Fred Hammond and Leandria Johnson. Very so cool. those were my first two interviews ever to launch my, my career in yeah. the field journalism. And then from there, it just, I was like, I've always wanted my own talk show. Um, because I think before we were even talking about um on your segment that uh I loved watching Entertainment Tonight back in the 80s. So mm -hmm. as a little girl, I was like, Oh, I wanna, you know, do interviews and you know, I wanna be um, you know, like Miss Hart and and interview the Grammy Award winners and, yeah. and things like that, and just discover, you know, the pop-in people of the world in their different eras, you know, of creativity. And so um it just took off from there. And I'm very theatrical. I love to just, you know, um, even with singing, you know, you can be somebody, you get to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so um, it just kind of just goes hand in hand. And so I would just look for opportunities and I submit my own contracts and type of my own emails and, and just wait to hear back from people. And then that's how I get my, my opportunities. That you are a dog to get all this stuff <laughs> because I mean, seriously, you are, you, you got a lot going on. Um, and you were most recently in a movie. Yes. Let's talk about that for a second. So cool. So what was the name of the movie and um, what was it about? So uh, the name of the movie is Steal the Blue Shield. Uh, shouts out to Jeffrey Clark Payne. He's actually a saxophone uh, player. Oh, no way. Um, yes. Very, very, very dope. Um, so it's called Theo the Blue Shield. And it's pretty much about a, um, a police officer that... Um, Grew up kind of like in a rough neighborhood and turned out to be an officer. And uh, pretty much his lieutenant was a crooked cop. Okay. And uh, can't give it away too much. No. But um, you just got to see it. It's really dope. And it came out in theaters and everything. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, just pretty much trying to build up my IMDb credits with the acting. Sure. And... What was your role in the movie? So I was... So my role... Uh, was loud woman number one so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that was my character name is loud woman number one okay and so um me i play um pretty much a unruly um customer inside of a restaurant gotcha okay okay is is this your first acting gig or was this is this um, something that you know you've 
you've done before? So it's my first movie role. Okay. Um, I I was in a stage play called Not My Baby with Miss mm-hmm. um, Resnover. I can't never remember her first name, sorry. But uh, Mrs. Resnover, and um, it was called uh, Not My Baby probably like, seven years ago. Okay. About like six and a half years ago. Sure. Um, and that was like my first acting, you know, in public. But like for the movies, um, this was my first movie. Um, Shouts out to Cora Magary. She's the owner of Mahaba by Cora. She's a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. But she turned it into a... a it's a short film, but it's launching as well. So that's coming out in October. I just, I starred in that. So oh, very cool. We already shot the scenes for that and everything. And then... um. Just seeing where where I can go next. How how do you just? I mean, it, it you don't stumble into these things. I mean, yeah. Does it really like? It, it, clearly, you're putting in the legwork to get these Absolutely. roles. Absolutely. So I mean, <laughs> how do you find out about roles like with, with Theo the Blue Shield or with this other a, uh, opportunity? Like, where is like? How do you find out about these? It's the networking. Mm-hmm. You you have to be a personable person. Um. And you can't be afraid in this industry. You have to be be very well-spoken mm-hmm. um, and present yourself in a business manner. And I actually met Jeff um, a couple of years back when um, I was managing a, well, it's called The Retreat USA, mm-hmm. Marquee Wilder. Um, I met uh, Jeff through Marquee Wilder. And we've just been, like, click tight since then. And he supports my music, and I support his music. And um, he did a casting call and he actually wrote my part into the film. Really? Um, yeah. He actually, he was like, sis, I want to give you a role. He's like, I want to give you a role. And we went and we all did our, our script read and everything. And, and he loved it. So it just went from there. And then um, I've actually done some brand ambassador work and modeling for uh mm-hmm. Cora. So that's, that's pretty. So, so it's almost like a, a scary fashiony. You got modeling in there too. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I do professionally yes. model. Uh-huh. <laughs> does it ever stop with Sounds of Shiree? It doesn't stop. I, I don't need it to stop. I haven't no. hit the millions yet. <laughs> Beyonce doesn't know me yet, so I, I can't stop yet. No, it can't stop yet. No, absolutely <laughs> not. And check out, just real quick, uh, check out Sounds of Shiree show. And she's had Jeffrey on the program. Uh, I remember catching that episode. Yes. Thank you for watching. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I'm not watching just because I was a guest, folks. <laughs> But heck, if you want to check that out, check out her show where I was a guest. That's right. Absolutely. And that was amazing. That was a fun show. That was really fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, Now, let's talk about, like, music in general. Mm -hmm. And, well, one thing before we get into that, I do want to mention that uh, former, uh, not former, but previous guest, uh, Voices of Indie guest, Reckless Rhymicide is also in. Yes. Is also in Theo the Blue Shield. Absolutely. Yep. So shout out to the homie. Yeah, he's so dope. He is. He is. And he was a wonderful guest on this show. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't know about you. Exactly. And and vice versa, because, yeah. he, I mean, he's like, I'm going on uh, Voices of Indie. I'm like, oh, OK, I'll make okay. sure I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was a really, really good uh, episode. And so, I mean, just from there, I'm like, OK, I have to have him on my show because I want to discover what you have going on. You know, well, thank you. Because um, he was like, oh, yeah, he's a dope artist. Too. I'm like, and he's an artist. I'm like, oh, yeah. 
get let's get him on the schedule. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's how that's how creativity and uh, entertainment works. Like yeah, you, you'll we, just constantly meet the dopest people. And, oh my goodness! And tell me about some of the people. And we're gonna get back to the music here in a bit. But tell me about some of the people that you've met that that you've really kind of in, enjoyed the process. Like you were surprised you got to meet them <sighs> and and. I got. I, I feel like I got more questions coming, but let's uh-huh. let's, let's address this one first. <laughs> let's address this one first. Who who's been the like one of the biggest people that you've come across uh, in indie or just in, ge- in, in, in general in, in in your entire time as an entertainer, marketer, model, actress, everything okay. extraordinaire. Sounds a shire. Yeah. Like what what's what's been the like the moment where you're like, holy crap, I'm actually onto something here. Pretty cool. Uh, so, um, there is a, God, I can't even just pick one Lord Jesus. Well then, um, let's see. <laughs> give, me, give me a couple. We got, we got time. Let's okay, talk. So, um, Nicole Renee mm-hmm. is a uh, passion for fashion. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of passion for fashion, Week, but it's a super huge thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so this was when I first got back into modeling. This was actually my first gig. And uh, it was House of Chapel. He's actually a uh, A-list star fashion designer. No so way. yes, Google him. He's amazing. I mean, he's up there in the Paris Fashion Weeks and the New York Fashion Weeks. Well, wow. he um, came here for an exclusive. They call it a private trunk show. Mm-hmm. So we were out at this mansion, and there was you know lawyers and doctors, and so oh, they sure. do what's called. Um, they bring private pieces and they auction it off, and to the to the exclusive and so um i got chosen to walk for that and it was only like there was only three of us models there so yes and that so meeting uh house of chapel was like oh my god like like, i'm I'm like what and it just went from there yes he's definitely oh god yeah his fashion is Jesus Christ. They're in <laughs> magazines. They're like, he's a, a really sure. huge name in the That's yeah, awesome. fashion industry. So that was like one of my, I mean, it's just, God, it's so many. <laughs> <laughs> What's another um, one? You feel like you got a bunch of stories. Uh, let's see. Nikki Blaine. Um, she actually, so she designed, um, she, and sponsored, um, custom designed my gown for the red carpet when we did the uh, the blue shield because he did a, a super huge uh, red carpet media, um, event and uh so she styled me for that i mean mm-hmm. sponsor my look from head to toe and it was flawless so that was like really cool um you do you watch black ink i'm aware of blanking okay yes. so i was able to have um so i've had bmf on my talk show no way yeah i've had bmf um alex from black ink new york was on there um ghost he's from black ink orlando I've had wow. some really, really cool people I've interviewed. Really have. I, I mean, like, I, I've, I've just had, I've had and some. And you've taken the show on the road recently. Oh, yes. Shouts out to the McGowans. Yes. In uh, Rodanthe, North Carolina, we did a cooking show segment out mm-hmm. there on them. Um, Cause I want to, like, I do, you know, cover entertainment, but mm-hmm. I would love to see, like, some of the shows that I cover on some of the dopest chefs around the world, like, to be on Food Network one day. So, sure. Um, that was, like, really cool. But I meet some of the dopest people, even local people. Like, I love Anna Owen. Um, Shouts out to Anna Owens. Like she's been I, a guest on the show too. I know. Yeah. yeah, I watched her segment. She's a doll baby. She is. She's a doll baby. Um, of course, Rhyme Aside. Mm-hmm. There's uh, the Harris sisters: Nika Harris, Jennifer, Rachel. Um, 
I've met some really dope people. Young Jock. I got to meet Young Jock. I did some film for uh, Young Dro when he no came way. to O'Day uh, Event Center. So I get, I get, I get some exclusive stuff. Going you on. do. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, cool stuff. It's, <laughs> is this just because like you've been in the industry for so long? Like, do people like call you up and be like, "Sounds of Shire, I want you in this." Yeah, sometimes. Yes. Yeah. And it's other times of, you're just hustling. Yeah. Other times I just, it's what I do. I mean, mm-hmm. that it, it comes with what a manager would do if yeah. I didn't manage myself. I just know how to, you know, conduct business and talk proper and type up properly, you know, uh, explain contracts and I, sure. I have I come with my own numbers. I you know, I just know how to handle business. And so like um I'm just one of those people that's like if I can represent and do it myself and cut out the middleman, mm-hmm. um it's expensive. Yeah. If I hire somebody to do everything I do, it would be really expensive. So I'm just like, I could do it. Like I was just while about I'm to say. on a certain level, but hopefully I can make it super big one day and then somebody else can actually sure know, well, I was just about to say like what <laughs> made you decide <laughs> what made you decide to to be your own manager initially like was it just because management because I like to do what I want to do okay yeah yeah it's like um no, if I want to release something now, I can release it now. I can, True. you yeah. know, I nobody can shelve me. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get into management or you have, you know, somebody that even maybe manages other artists, you know, they pick and choose who who gets pulled off the shelf first. And, mm-hmm. you know, you have to sit around the table and have meetings about, okay, let's all agree on if we're going to do. And I'm like, I can... Yeah. I want to do it now. Like, I want to release sure. it now. I want to, you know, and just go and flow with it. And I think over the years, I just learned and watched and listened to some of the top people. And I just pretty much took heed to what they said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you find that that you find that is, is there a way, uh, I guess what I'm, I got the question here. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's, 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 it's working <laughs> its way out. Trust me. Um, but. Like, have you found yourself taking people under your wing uh, during this time to be like, you know, if you want to get into this, mm-hmm. this is what you need to know. Like, because I, I feel like you've you've seen yeah. the the good times and the hard times mm-hmm. when when you're doing this yourself. Absolutely. Um, I do, but I don't do it for free. Sure. I, I you know, I do charge a $75 hour consultation fee because it's business at the end yeah. of the day. Entertainment is business. And so um it really just goes to show like who takes their their brand and their and their career serious. You have to pay for it, mm-hmm. whether it's with me or or somebody bigger, which by then it's like two fifty an hour to even talk to somebody that's at that level. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um have I given some people opportunities? Yeah. Yeah. I have, but you know, everybody doesn't take it serious and I can't babysit everybody. You know no, what I mean? No, no. Like you have to be you you have to give it as much as I'm giving you. And I have, you know, I've worked with DJs. I've worked, you know, cause I'm a booking agent. And so I book gigs for clients. I book for models. I book for artists. I book, you know, for outside clients, um, in entertainment. But, you know. I just I don't want to take anybody necessarily like under my wing too much sure, sure, because sure. it can be a heavy load. Yeah. And it almost feel, you know, sometimes people just don't really understand. I think the business side of things and they they just want to be the artist that shows up mm-hmm. and just perform. But I'm like, mm-hmm. there's so much that goes into it. You have to be 
registered and you have to be, you know, I just, I don't have free time. I think that's just, no, no, like no, the bottom line. I just, I don't really have free time to like take anybody under my wing because I've done it, it a couple of times. Yeah. And then I, I learned my lesson then. And uh. that's when I started saying like, oh, okay, well, if I just charge a fee, then at least if they don't take my services or continue, then at least I got paid for my time that I spent two hours talking to you. No, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes complete yeah. sense. That makes yeah. complete sense. So if, if I can real quick here, artist development. Yes. Singer, songwriter, model, mm-hmm. marketer, uh, actress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to run out of fingers here before too long. <laughs> Uh, what do you say on my show? No, start. No, no, you said that. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. I've been saying no, that. Start. Start. <laughs> I love it. Um, so let's get back to the music. I mean, uh, the one thing I'm loving about this interview so far is that it is it hasn't been just exclusively about music. We've covered yeah. so many different things. Mm-hmm. But in, in the next segment, I want to couple, talk about a couple of upcoming performances. Yes. Um, but I want to talk to you uh, just real quick about the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, I mean, you mentioned the karaoke. Yeah. But what drew you into the music? Like, what, what made you decide, this is where I want to be, and this is how I want to start my career in entertainment? I was three. Really? Yes, I was three years old. Like, that is the... Magic number, any interview I've ever done, my biography, like everything started at three. My dreams of being entertaining, uh, entertainment started at three years old, literally. Wow. Um, I used to just dream of just performing. Like it just, it never went away. Mm-hmm. It never went away. I used to take towels and put them on my hair so I could have long hair <laughs> like Amy Grant. And I would like prance around the living room. Like my mom has so many videos from like the 80s and mm-hmm. 90s. Um, You know, just running around with a spritz bottle. Like every time the video camera was on, I was in front of it dancing and singing. Um. I remember even dancing around because my parents, uh, shouts out to uh, Pastor Joseph and Gail Reeves, love them to death. Um, like my parents, they still even have like the Jackson 5 original vinyl, like vinyl record. Oh. And so I remember, so it's the Christmas album, mm-hmm. the one that they recorded. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I used to just always sing those songs off of there. Like I just, I'm infatuated yeah. with music. Mm-hmm. It's just like the gateway to like your feelings. Like it can either make you sad. It can, you know, it can make you happy. It can make you a deep thinker. It can make you feel like you're in love with somebody. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, it's just all kinds of feelings. And like, it's just always been a good feeling when I heard music um, since the age of three. And so I just, I've always dreamed it. And I'm, I'm just literally doing every single thing, you know, even when my mom has done interviews or have talked to people, you know, about me, I, I, I am literally doing every single thing you that are. I ever dreamed of literally. Wow. Since three. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's not many people can say that. Yeah. That's incredible. It is. God is good. God is good. He is like not to be too spiritual, but uh, no, yeah. really, it's 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 really cool to be able to to still be able to live, um, and I mean, just like I'm grown now, like I'm I'm about to be forty. Um, my parents are still here to live to see me live my dreams. They actually got to go to North Carolina with me because my well, mom did? my mom has her own talk show. No way. She does. It's called the Gabby Gale Show. So she covers anything that's an inspirational story. Uh-huh. But so yeah, we she did the cooking show with me. But um, yeah, like it's I mean it's, oh, I love it. 
that is amazing. That. that is tremendous. Um, so we're about to hear a couple of tracks, some great tracks, yes. I guess, because because <laughs> um, we, we heard it. Honestly, we recorded this ahead of time. Not gonna, not gonna fool anybody into thinking that <laughs> that this is this is recorded live. Yeah, but, but we heard them and. The songs are awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So what are the songs that you're performing for us tonight? Um, Cruising 38th, which was actually my first single, mm-hmm. um, launched in 2015. And then Cloud Nine, I wrote that in 2016. So tell us a little bit about Cloud Nine before we start before we hear it, because that's the first track that you sing for us. Yes. Uh what was the inspiration behind that? What's the story behind Cloud Nine? So uh Cloud Nine was written uh <laughs> about my ex oh yeah all my all my all my songs are real life stories they're they actually happen you know um in the beginning of the song i say you know about um let me tell you about a guy uh i met the other day um he was looking real fine when he looked my way that's one of the songs that i had it's called it's popping but Mm -hmm. um it that even is about cloud nine it's like an extended sure. version of it but yeah it was about that. an ex he made me feel like i was on cloud nine at the time i thought i was in love i was freshly out of my divorce you mm-hmm. know we were together 14 years and um like he was my second relationship ever in life and mm-hmm. so i just honey i thought i was in there you know and yeah. then, i mean you know because people can give you the inspiration like people you know sometimes hit your soul and it's like oh you just make me want to write a song Mm -hmm. even if it didn't work out you know what i mean like he was the inspiration behind cloud nine and uh i actually did i met him in college and that that's part of the second verse on cloud nine but yeah that's where that inspiration came from cool do you ever find (laughs) that your songs like as you get older that some songs that you've written in the past take on different meanings or you you can assign different meanings to them. No, not no? necessarily. Really? Okay. No, they're just they just are what they are. Okay, it's just it, you know it's like that song meant what it meant then. Sure. Um, and it's just that like yeah. it just it was that I was on cloud nine back then and now I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not with him with not my with husband. Him, I, I am, say, but you know, so yeah, you're I had to fi- married right now. I had to fix that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. All right. Well, excellent. Well, we will be right back. We are going to hear a couple of great tracks. But before we do, this next segment is brought to you by Indianapolis Independent Entertainment. And IIE LLC aims to help local DIY artists, freelancers, and businesses within Indianapolis by establishing a network of creatives who can connect with each other to generate more paying opportunities. Their goal is to eliminate some of the intimidating barriers within the entertainment industry and expand the local art and music scenes in Indianapolis. Interested individuals can learn more about IIE by visiting their website, www.indieindient.com. That's I-N-D-Y-I-N-D-I-E-E-N-T.com. And fill out a free application to discuss how you and IIE can redefine making it together. We'll be right back. It is true, it is. 
This segment was brought to you by Engine Room Recording Company, and they are located in Broad Ripple Village, just north of downtown Indianapolis, and they specialize in making your projects go. Podcasters, bands, audiobookers, rappers, singers, songwriters, and everyone in between, the Engine Room Recording Company has the experience, the engineers, the equipment, and the environment to fuel your projects. Check out Broad Ripple's recording studio by visiting for more information on their services, artists they've recorded, and gear they have at EngineRoomRecordingCompany.com. And be sure to visit their Instagram page by searching up at Engine Room Recording Co. And welcome back. We had just heard a couple of great tracks, Cloud Nine and Cruising 38 by Sounds of Shy Ray. Thank you again for being yes, on the show this week. Yes, thank you so week. much for having me. And so honored. You you did a really catchy tune there at the end with, with Cruising 38. Uh-huh. And it's, it's a vibe. Thank you so much. It's a total vibe. Thank you. So uh, you were saying off camera that you actually wrote that while you were on 38th Street. Yes. So, Absolutely. <laughs> I actually was by 38th in Keystone when I wrote that song. Really? Yes. I was actually riding in the car with my uh, guy friend at that time. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I, you can tell it, it's... It's one of those songs that I feel like, you know, you can see the video of people just kind of hanging out the back of a, of a rag top. <laughs> that would have been kind of bad, eh? Yeah. yeah no, no, that was, and just kind of cruise, truly just cruising down, you know, yeah. cruising 38th Street. Which is so funny because, um, after that, I actually do have the music video. So it's on YouTube, mm-hmm. cruising 38th. And, uh, after that that video was made, the the producer uh, shouts out to Stephen Lester, who's in Washington D.C. now oh, uh, with his career. Cool. But um, there's a sign that actually says like right by like 38th and Meadows, no cruising. Really, it's actually in the music video, <laughs> <laughs> which is when we first noticed that it it says no cruising. So that's like a little funny insider. So that's with actually that. a thing. People <laughs> do cruise 38. Oh, it used to be a hit. Oh, yeah. 38th Street was like a Vegas strip. Like, back in 
2009, mm-hmm. 2010, around that time. Um, it was like the it place to be literally drop tops. Uh, and it, it wasn't like as bad as it is now. You don't want to yeah. be, be caught dead cruising over there. But, um, I mean, the cars would be at like Long John Silver's or BP. I mean, like mm-hmm. literally up and down 38th Street. And it just was a good time. Like people would ride with their windows down at summertime, um, pull over to the lot. It's Hit it summertime up with some vibe. friends. Yeah. Yes, it is a summertime vibe. Yeah. It just makes you want to cruise like on a night, mm-hmm. just a, a summery night with the roof back and you're with your boot thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. So I want to talk now about you. You have a couple of exciting opportunities coming up yes, here. Yes. One know. that we share. <laughs> yeah. And one that you just that you just announced. (laughs) Yes. Uh, One that you just announced on your show with me. Yes. Which was very exciting. Um, But first, let's talk about Slamology. Oh, yes. Is this your first Slamology? This is my first Slamology. And I'm like super geeked. I was going to do the bikini contest, but I figured I'd just stick to the singing. (laughs) (laughs) that's <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know hey you can if if you could do both but... i might do both i told you i'm on my beyonce stuff this year yeah yeah absolutely so what how, how did you get involved with with slamology and i presume it's through rhyme aside but you know, you know it is you and it's so funny that you said that because like people tend to like group us in like a group and, and mm-hmm. we literally only have like one song together, which is even funnier because we just recorded our song Something Different this year. Mm-hmm. And uh so that was our first song together. But yeah, like ever since then, like people are like, Oh, you guys are a group and I'm like, No, we're not a group. But yeah, so uh Rhymeside actually performed there last year mm-hmm. and then um because we have the song together, we've been pushing it really hard, going um, you know, really extra with it, performing it everywhere we can perform. And so that's just like our it anthem. It's uh, we're gonna shoot the music video over this summer. But yeah, so I met uh, Rob through um, through Rhymeside. Yeah. yeah, and you're so you're also sharing the stage with DJ Who Done It Beats. Yes. And what's your relationship with him? I mean, it, so he it's... actually uh, is my engineer. Really? Yeah. Okay. He he um he he actually did the beat for something different, and he's actually featuring uh, on my uh, other track, uh, my eight oh eight. That's nice. one of the new yeah. tracks. So um, we'll be performing uh, two. Well, I'll be performing uh, two of my new tracks there. I'm actually doing three songs for Slamology, but um, two of those will be featuring Kelvin Ramasai and yeah. then uh, DJ Who Done It. Yep. That is so you you be sharing the stage and you know doing your thing while you got the guys in the background. Kind oh of, yeah. yeah, being hot toddies. My yeah. props. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Live props. Yeah. Yeah. They get there. They're there to support you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then it's so cool because um like I write without music. So mm-hmm. I write I write ninety eight percent of my songs without music. Really? Yeah, it's easier that's, for me. That's yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. So so when I go in to record with DJ Who Done It, like he literally builds the beat to me singing it to him. Really? Mm-hmm. I do all my songs like that. Like Cloud Nine was written that way. Cruising 38th was written that way. And then I go into the studio. For one, it's kind of legally a good thing for me because um, it stops me from buying a leased beat, you know? Oh, okay. Um, I follow. Because yeah. now I know that it's authentic. Mm-hmm. And that's actually my beat. And that's a lot of things like what happens in Hollywood um, with artists trying to 
get the rights back to their music mm-hmm. and all kind of carrying mm-hmm. on. Like I own all my masters, all my music, all my everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. That's the way it needs to be. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I it's too important sure. not to. It's yeah. our we're we're the creatives. Like it's our stuff. Yeah. It is our stuff. Can't take it from me, boo. No, <laughs> it's no, I'm, mine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just still floored by the whole like you write without music. Um, uh-huh. and so like, do you have a flow or a feel in your mind when when you're writing, or do you just like, like, does it just come naturally? I mean, because I mean, for it's me, it's so weird. It's random. Like when I was driving down 38th Street, like I literally just start humming, and it's and it's also weird because. For some reason, I always come up with the hook first. Okay, yeah. I come up with the hook first, and then I literally build my songs around that hook. And Mm -hmm. it always starts... I'm always humming. I even hum when I don't know that I'm humming. Mm -hmm. And um, it just goes from there. Like, I, I don't know, like... And I could be anywhere. Like I've been at work before. Um, I've been in the car. I mean, I've been in in the bed, and it's just one of those things. It's like, oh, let me, oh, get the paper. Yeah, like, no, when inspiration oh. strikes, you know. And sometimes I'll even take my cell phone and I'll just record myself so I don't lose the tempo. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes as artists, like our mind is so overclouded with creativity, you don't want to lose what you have. At least record yourself. Hit the record button on your phone. Um, text it to yourself so you don't lose. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's always it, yeah. It it takes me longer to write if I hear a beat than yeah, just to write sure. it myself. Yeah, sure. It's weird. So, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you for explaining that because I mean, I'm. It just kind of blows my mind how different people write. Yeah, and because we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. I write with the music first. Mm-hmm. It always, the music always comes first. Yeah. Uh, so I get stumped when I don't have, if I don't have music, mm-hmm. then there's nothing being written. Yeah. So that's, that's just fascinating. Yeah. It's very, very cool. Um, well, jumping ahead to your other big announcement. Yes. This, now this is huge. It I mean, is. It's not that, I mean, you get more time at Slamology, I think, mm-hmm. but. This is big time. Yeah. In especially within the the black community in Indianapolis. Yes, absolutely. Like you are playing the Indianapolis Black Expo. Yay! That is yes, yes, awesome. Yes. <laughs> that yes. is awesome. I'm How deep. did that come about? So uh like I said, networking back and forth, me and Rhyme side, we're always giving each other opportunities, letting each other know, like, hey, they got something coming up. You might want to put in, you know, submit your music. You might, you know, um, and it's like, it's one of those things where it's a cross network. It's like, if I yeah. have opportunities, I let him in on it because we have that song together. And so it's like, if you get chosen, I automatically get to come because guess what? We're going to perform that song. If I get chosen, guess what? You get to automatically come because we're going to perform that song. And so that's how it worked. And so he pretty much was like, hey, um, you know, Black Expo is coming up. Submit your stuff. And that was like months ago. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about it. And they emailed me one day. It was just like, hey, you've been chosen to perform. And I was like, oh, okay. Sweet. I totally forgot I even... <laughs> That had to be submitted. That had to be to weird. even do it. Yeah, but that had to be one awesome surprise. <laughs> it was, it was. I'm I'm so ready for the millions. I'm I'm ready to to perform in front of millions. Like so, this is going to be really really huge for me. I mean, yeah. that is going to be an amazing crowd. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Are, 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 then get ready because the style of music is definitely going to be something y'all haven't heard at uh, Expo. Yeah, absolutely. Really, absolutely. Yeah. Learn something new all absolutely. the time. 
Now yeah. this is exciting. And so actually you and Rhymeside will be will both be at at, at Black Expo. Yes, time. we both we, yes, we both get our own individual 10-minute sets cuz we're not a group. Because you're not a group. group. They're not, not a group. group. <laughs> He'll say three times. <laughs> yeah, they're not a group. Not he's the homie, you know. No, I'm he not, is not knocking him, but yeah, you still it's it's all about the respect of you know people knowing like, hey, you know, mm -hmm. they are solo artists, and so yeah, yeah. I'm super geeked about it. I mean, like, I'm just ready. Now yeah. that again, I can't even fathom. Yeah, just how awesome this experience yeah. is. It could be for you. Will be for uh -huh. you. Well, um, I've actually, I've modeled, um, I walked the runway, uh, oh, rest in peace, uh, yes, uh, shout out to Beatrice Williams, uh -huh. um, Miss B, she was super dope fashion designer, um, I actually got to walk for her, uh, in Black Expo, um, two years ago, so. Oh, really? Yeah, so, um, yeah, I was able to model there, so now this year I get to sing. <sighs> Your three-year-old self is just going insane. I mean, oh my, I'm like a kid. Like I'm, I'm literally, and and it's like one of those things. It's like, how awesome is that? You get to live your dreams. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like when you see it coming to fruition, it's like, wow, I'm like literally doing, like I, I've dreamed of performing in front of people and, and, you know, I've performed in front of thousands of people um, already, you know? So I just, it just seems like every opportunity is just getting bigger and bigger mm -hmm. And hopefully one day I'll be somewhere like on VH1 or MTV or I don't know. Well, Tune into uh, Voices of Indie so y'all can see us. That's right. It's <laughs> like you heard her here. Not first, <laughs> but not, not first. Because if you're checking out Sounds of Shiree, then you're also checking out the show. So you're hearing yeah. her there. But um, you're hearing some awesome tunes is what is what you're hearing. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I, I just, you know, I guess where do you see yourself going next where do you you know as you continue to push forward mm -hmm. what do you you know are you trying to get exposure outside the state where oh, absolutely I, like, I know you've taken your show on the road yeah yeah but like when do, when does when does the singing show go on the road <sighs> oh man i'm i don't know like you just uh -huh. it just i guess like for me um it just will have to make sense. Like, I'm yeah. all about touring and traveling and things like that because you definitely have to go out. I do, I am networking with someone in Atlanta. Um, so, shouts out to Pinky Red and uh, Donald Martin. He's actually one of my clients. Nice. Um, getting a billboard down there because I really? believe in pre-marketing. So, yeah. I believe that if I get, you know, seen there mm -hmm. and on a billboard with my music links and things like that you know now i can build up the anticipation so when i do finally get there they're like oh so your sounds a shire you know so i try to mostly um like find djs um literally just googling up djs in atlanta djs in in um new york djs in london mm -hmm. you know um and just go from there like it's the DJs that are going to get your music. Yeah. You know, I, I tell artists all the time, it's link with the DJs. They are the ones that are going to be the ones to get your music heard, mm -hmm. you know. And so, yeah, I definitely look forward to um, taking my music over the road. I Like I said, I did actually do a surprise performance at... Um, in Rodanthe, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I actually did some country music. Yeah. So, um, I love country music. Love country music. So, um, yeah, just... Whenever I can get out of here, <laughs> get out of here.
here. But yeah, I just I kind of take opportunities wherever I can. So just yeah. like the purpose to go to, to Rodanthe, North Carolina was to do the cooking show. But while I'm there, I'm going to network. So yeah. while I'm there, I'm going to sing. I'm going to make sure I can, you know, pass out flyers and, and pass out materials, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that just kind of builds up, you know, for, you know, future in, in um, future um Endeavors. Yes, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't even get it out. No, that's okay. Yes. So, uh, basically, when you make it big in Atlanta, uh, I feel like that's probably making it big. That's yeah. that's when you're making it big everywhere. I know, right? Um, then uh, don't forget us. Oh, absolutely not. You're back in Indy. Back voices of I really, I'm looking for uh, people like... I would love for you to play guitar for me. Oh. Like, I, I mean, I'm always looking for, you know, people to, um, you know link with i have i don't have a band like i used to have a band and uh but you know i would love to do some you know even just record some music and and just have you playing your guitar and and like i i definitely am and um, a new admirer of your music yeah well thank you and i loved your performance on my show i did it was a lot of fun it was fun you did that i loved it yeah thank you thank you i loved it and I got to model that new hat. You did, and I love that hat. I, I was so <laughs> so. I went on the Sounds of Shy Race show, and she gifted me a fantastic hat uh, that has my name on it. Yeah, and uh, I was telling her that when I got home, you know, my my seven year old she eyed it, and she's like, "You got a new hat, <laughs> didn't you?" I said, "Yes, I did." I said it was a gift. Yeah. She's like, can I wear it? <laughs> I said, yes, you may. Aww. So, uh, so that has been a popular item around the house. Oh, cool. Yes. Um, gosh, I feel like there's, we're just barely scratching the surface. Here. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's li- so much. There, there really is. There's, I wouldn't necessarily go out on the limb and say that you're an enigma because you're yeah. letting everybody know who you are. Yeah. But there's just, you're like an onion. You peel back a layer. There's something else there. I love onions. <laughs> I, I love onions too. Put it in everything. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, it's it's like yeah. there's just so much there that like you don't stop. Yeah. It's just all intertwined. So that's why like a lot of people are like, oh my God, you do so much. Like, oh, how are you not tired? And I'm like, it kind of just plays into itself. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, entertainment, talk show, performing. It like just it goes hand in hand. Like I, I literally started my talk show from being a singer first. So it was uh-huh. like, okay, I can sing, but then turn it into like a talk show, and then I can cover other entertainers uh-huh. while still keeping the sounds of Shire brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's just I don't know. It just kind of like trickles after one of the other. It's like okay, modeling, singing, acting. It all just kind of goes hand in hand. You know. Uh-huh. So. Man. I, I tell you, yeah. I, I get overwhelmed just having the podcast and doing music. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it just, I, I couldn't imagine adding more stuff to, yeah. to that. That's just, that's just so much. And then managing myself. And I really ma- don't yeah, know. I don't know. I, I'll get it done, honey. Well, probably because my kids are grown now. So, yeah, I, I, I kind of, you know, you have the little ones. I, so, I, I still got them all you know, at home. Yeah. All five of them. Yeah, we have nobody at home. Like, it's just me and my husband. So, you know, the grandkids are with their parents. I mm-hmm. mean, my kids are grown. So, it's like I have nothing. Like, if I don't have the energy now, it's like, what are you doing? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. So, like, there's nothing for me to do but to keep going and to keep, you know, furthering my career. So, like, now is the perfect time um, 
you know, because the kids are gone and now mm-hmm. I can go like full throttle. So no, you really can. Yeah. Uh, so what is one thing about Sounds of Shiree that you that we haven't discussed that you feel people should know about you as as a human? Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, I mean, because we we know what you are, but mm-hmm. as as a person. Yeah. You know, what should we know about Sounds of Shiree? Um, I am a very loving, understanding, uh, social butterfly. You are. T- <laughs> I picked up on the social butterfly. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I don't go anywhere and meet a stranger. I love people. Mm-hmm. I love people. I love going to different places. And, oh, God, I'm just, I'm in so many pictures with just people, just random people. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm a servant, so I, I'm a servant of people. Mm-hmm. Like, I love to, like, I've always either been in customer service or I've been a server. Like, I'm I'm one of those people, you know, that, you know, I want to know how your day was going. Like, hey, did you find everything okay? Um, you having a good time? Great. You know, let me, and so I'm I'm definitely, that. that's something that a lot of people don't know about me. Um, or I guess you do, really. We do now. <laughs> We you do, do now. now. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I just I love I love people. Oh. And I and I love That's... to meet new people and and especially when I go somewhere and find out what people do or they find out what I do, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it just turns into a good time. Sure. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, is you know, I ask all my guests this is almost like kind of like a final question. Oh, cool. But is there anything that we have missed? Because I don't want to miss anything, but I feel like we have. Like I said, we just felt like we just scratched the surface with you. Oh, but, God. but is there anything that that we've missed that you feel like you want to get out there, let people know that you want to promote that you know, whatever it's a uh, a, a show, <laughs> a, a, a song, mm-hmm. um, a movie, a play, a what, all the things that you all do. That what what's what's coming up for Sounds of Shiree? Um, what's coming up? I would just say stay tuned to my website, soundsofshare.net. Follow me on all social media, Sounds of Shiree. Um, I actually, so um, I've been getting my IMDb credits for producing, um, a casting director and acting. So I've been uh building up, uh, you know, just trying to build up my credits and and get noticed for my production work. So um, you know, that's really I'm gearing towards being the film writer, being. Mm-hmm. Um, a movie, you know, writing a movie because I'm a very descriptive writer. Mm-hmm. And so even taking my short stories and my um, poems and, um, you know, uh, things like that in my creativity, like I would love to make like scary movies. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm just I'm really big into film yeah. um, because I'm a videographer. So I film like weddings and I mm-hmm. do videos and I cover, you know, media. But yeah, that I would just say like stay tuned. Just just stay tuned to me because I, I, I just always have things coming up like super duper dope things. Um, yeah, it's just. All right. God, it's so much. No, it is. It is. So much stuff. It is so much stuff. It is so much stuff. And I want to say uh, uh, and one last plug for this Saturday, June 10th at 1.30 yes. on the main stage, <laughs> Sounds of Shy Ray, DJ, DJ Who Done It Beats, Reckless Ramicide, and I think yes. there's one more with you guys. Rave the Babe. And uh, uh, she is LAB. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. She's she so is bad, lab. Eh? 
Yes. She's a doll. Like, ah, uh, I yeah, it's some dope people here. Okay. <laughs> and immediately following, <laughs> seriously, immediately following this lady is me. All right. <laughs> in my band. Oh yeah. Josh Gillespie and the Nomad Collective. So here's the deal, folks. Now, to get tickets to Slamology, one, they're $15. Yep. But to get tickets to Slamology, you actually have to come to us to get them. Yeah. So go visit soundsofshare.net. Yes. Get in contact with Sounds of Shy Ray. Yep. Or contact me. But because she's the guest on this episode, contact her. <laughs> because the, 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 way the, the way this works is that we split. Yeah. Um. We we get we we get fifty percent of each ticket that we sell. Uh -huh. So uh, because we're sharing the stage, it would just be cool help support local artists Absolutely. in this way. So uh, and we're not just local; we're dope. We <laughs> so dope. you can be local, so but are you dope? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Thank you. Thank you so, so much, much for having me. You are welcome. Such a rad dad. This <laughs> This has been a fantastic show. This is Sounds of Shy Ray. Stay tuned. Next week we will have Macy Ann as our next guest. I'm very excited. It's going to be a tremendous show. Uh it's actually going to be an all-girls month this Ew. month. Well, I mean, we run the world anyway. But yeah, yes, right. go ahead and give us the month. It's 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 <laughs> you, you you oh more you you've earned more than a month for sure. Absolutely. But but June is is going to be all women month on okay. Voices of India. It's very exciting. Ooh, nice. Um, so that's why I'm here. That is why because I'm a woman. Yes. Am I your first woman on the guest? No. Uh, on the show? No no, no. 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 For the month of June. Oh, for the month of June? Yes. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are definitely yeah, the first Jazzy. guest. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back again next week, again with our guest, Macy Ann, and we'll see you then. <laughs>